Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another exciting episode of The Devil's Do. My name is Carl Duty. I am your host. Court is now in session. With me, as always, is the man who is a little short for a stormtrooper, but that's okay because he's here to rescue us anyway. Mr. Award-winning oh. Drew Celestino. I don't know about all that, but yes, I, I have saved the princess or two of my time, sir. There you go. Here we are again. How you doing, sir? I'm good. You're 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 at an angle. This is I'm, awkward. I'm at a weird angle. I'm sitting in a different place than I normally do because we have a, we have a guest in here of the four legged furry variety, L- and I'm Lucas in, has decided to join us today. Yes, I'm in desperate need of coffee, so that required me to shift my sitting position to the what has become known as the guest position. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I apologize. Coffee. I don't have more tables or anything in here for you, but. This is as good as it gets. Easy now. I should I should point out that when Carl texted me before the show uh, to to ask if if he could have coffee before <laughs> the show, I had to I had to think twice a little bit on account of Luke Cage. Yeah, you know, I, I, I I thought co- coffee like coffee or like coffee. As we will see in this week's episode, yeah. why can't coffee just be coffee? Well, because Luke didn't drink his coffee. He went to the OJ. That, we, we saw Luke Candle's coffee. That is true. So, But before we get there, sir, yes, I think I know the answer to this question. This might be a long one. Uh-oh. How was your week, sir? It was a good week. It's pretty pretty good week. Pretty good week. Pretty good week. Why is that, Drew? I don't know. Uh, I managed to, you know, see Metallica. Uh, in a 900 capacity venue, <laughs> that uh, that is pretty awesome. I was within uh, arm's reach of 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 Metallica. Did did you touch them? I did not. I was uh, unfortunately my arm's reach is not as long as others' arms reach. If you know what I'm saying. Gotcha. So I did the best I could. I was pretty close for the whole show. Uh, so it was it was it was great. It's a good show. I, it was a fantastic show. Um. Let me get the disappointments out of the way first. Two disappointments. The first. Uh, I wasn't with you. That Well, obviously. Uh, but whose choice was that? Hmm. Yeah, well, we've been over this. <laughs> uh, someone had to pull rank I on you, it, sir. I, I, I apologize. Nothing but love. Nothing but love. Um, no, so disappointment number one. Then we're going to get to... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lavish praise upon this. I'm going gonna, I'm going to fillet verbally this whole thing but, yeah, yeah. but before i do that to be expected let me let me just get these out of the way disappointment number one because i uh am an uber metallica nerd of the highest order i think we've established this my paladin levels are off the charts a little bit um i have uh, paid close attention to their set lists throughout their little promotional tour or promotional shows that they've done for hardwired to self-destruct yep. i think they did one in chile and they did one in london uh, so I've been paying attention to what they've been playing at these little gigs. Unfortunately, the set list was not too far different than either of those shows. So I kind of knew within the first three songs the path we were going down. So I guess I would say to that end, I'm disappointed that we didn't get more oddities, deep cuts, etc. But at the same time, I haven't seen Metallica in eight years. Am I really eight years? I'm sorry, seven, seven years. Am I really going to nitpick at this point over set list choices? Uh, nope. I can, but I but I won't go any further. Let's just say if I if I did not pay such close attention and if I was not 
plugged into every like waking moment of Metallica's lives, I wouldn't have known the set list and I wouldn't have cared. It would have been fantastic. So, you know, it was great. But I had seen this set list before. I had listened to it before on the streams of the past two shows. But you know what? I was there. It was fantastic. Nitpick number two. This one hurts. This one cut a little deep. We were outside in line, which I will tell a whole story about in a moment. We were outside in line. Now, mind you, this venue is on the, is on the corner of a, of a street in Toronto, not in the city proper, a little on, just a little on the, yeah. not, not downtown, like on the surrounding area where it's a little more residential. A little more moosey. Uh, I don't see any moose walking around. But Mounties. Didn't see any Mounties either, but. Maple leaves. Lots of that, naturally. It's Canada. Everything has a maple leaf well, on it. They do like their hockey team. That too. I don't like their hockey team at all. But that's for another day. Uh, so we're outside, and we hear... I mean, this venue is right on the corner, dude. And, and, and the access to the inside is like a door, okay? Yep. Like from the back stage area. There's a door, and you're on stage, basically. Typically, the access to buildings is a door. No, but I'm saying like variety. it's not like you go through a door, and then there's a, co- a corridor, and there's a backstage area. No, like there's a door, and you're on the stage, essentially. This is a very okay. small place. Um, we heard them outside sound checking, and we heard them sound checking... Halo on Fire. They have not played Halo on Fire live yet. So Jason and I were like, we're going to play Halo on Fire tonight. Because we didn't hear the whole song. They just they just did like the beginning. Yeah. And we were all like, oh man. Oh man. <sighs> they didn't play Halo on Fire. So he teased you a little bit. A little bit. So I had a little bit of... Okay, so those, they, are, well, those being, are the disappointments. Being a person who is in a band yourself and perform with you know regularity are there like when you have new material like that is there a time where you're kind of run through but you're not feeling it for a live performance and you decide not to do it do you think that might have been a case with hail on fire it's possible or do you just have things you like to play for tune-ups things like that see no we don't we don't operate that way if we play it we if we can if we can play it we will play it live like that's how we operate um but in Metallica's case, it's a whole different scenario for them because they have ten albums, and I, I'm Much gonna to choose from. I'm gonna venture to guess that even though they have ten albums and they wrote it all, uh, they're not gonna be able to just pull out any one of the songs from any of those ten albums anytime they want. Yeah, on a whim. A little bit. Of, there's a degree of rehearsal involved with all this. Yeah, they're, they're, they're a know, touring professional. Changes in the in the bass player position. I wouldn't say. Dude, well, I, I'm, just, How, how's I'm, not this, say, I'm not saying that as a dig. I'm just saying. How, how's this for a mind blower? Right now, I think. Hang on. It's two. It's 2016. I like how you look at the clock to check the year. I had to just. I'm verifying all my getting all my ducks in a row. It helped when I see numbers. It helps me kind of put things yeah, into yeah. perspective. Uh, 2013. I'm sorry. 2016. Uh, Rob joined in 2002. 2003. Um, was it really that long ago? Yeah, Jason left. It feels like. Yeah, that's my point. Rob's been in the band almost as long as Jason Newsted has wow. was in this at this point. That's mind bending. Here's what I like about Rob. He reminds me of Nikali from Street Fighter Five. I don't know what that means, but okay, I'll bring up a picture for you. But while I'm doing that, while I what at, I like about at, him is that he's a fantastic bass player. And, at the same time, I also look at him. I'm like, shouldn't you be in Limp Biscuit? No, what are you talking just, about? Just he got the backwards baseball cap and stuff, and I'm, I'm just it, I'm I'm puzzled by your 
listen, biscuitness listen, here. I'm going on three weeks of mandatory overtime. I'm exhausted. Not everything that comes out of my mouth might make total sense. All right, fair enough. Well, while you're looking up this picture of Limp Biscuit bass player in Street Fighter Five, uh, wow, what a show! Yeah. Wow, what a show! This place was small. Okay, the 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 venue where I performed two days before that at at Showplace Theater in Buffalo, I can kind of see it, kind of. <laughs> uh, in that picture you showed me, um, the vent- Showplace Theater, by the way. Oh my God, what a renovation! Holy crap! I hope they do more shows, and I yeah, hope I get because to- you wow. had a show too this week. Yes, but forget my show. My my show didn't matter. <laughs> this was insane. Wait, we just uh, support your so your band. Hey, look. I'm going to put this out there because I'm, I'm starting to get into this whole, like, you know, you got to put things out there for to, in order for them to kind of happen mode. Uh, the Long Cold Dark will find a way to open for Metallica someday. Don't ask me how. I don't know that. That's for one of you out there who listens to this show that might have a connection in a promotion or management position that might be in a position to make this happen. I'm putting this out there. We, we, it'll, it, we'll, we'll make it happen. Even if it's in my wildest dreams, it'll happen. I will. As as Ian McKellen once said in Lord of the Rings, I, I will help you in this endeavor All as right. long as it is my ability to do so. Okay. Well, pull some strings at, at the game store. I, 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 I got nothing. Anyway, uh, the sound was fantastic. I don't... Metallica definitely brought in their own sound system, like yeah. their own their own mounted speakers and everything. Um, and the mix was awesome everything was crystal clear like the, the arena shows you see, usually see them at and stuff like that the sound is is usually eh because arenas are eh for sound because they're just big empty caverns yeah, they're not built for sound right they're built, they're built to, for capacity yeah this was fantastic sound. Well, oh my god Seattle. right sure uh sounded fantastic oh my yeah. god everything was crisp and clear and, oh, oh, and the band was on on i would think that they given their experience given how long they've been doing what they do they might get a little more pumped for a show like that than they do for an arena show i might agree and and just speaking as a musician, that's like that's granted that's like kind of where they came from right but you know how often do you get to go home well they're not home no, no, I'm saying like a home in the sense <laughs> of like California. A, of a smaller venue. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, no, I get you. Um, yeah, it's a whole different vibe than a big, you know, empty, not empty, but a big massive stadium where like you're almost alone in a crowd of people yeah. in, in a sense. Um, yeah, it was fantastic, dude. Uh, just a great show. We're in line. We're walking outside and there's a, tra- a tractor trailer outside that, that's parked next to the venue. And we had to walk past the tractor trailer to get, you know, around the corner into the door of the building. Yeah. And as we walk by the tractor trailer, there are road cases strewn about the side of the building. And they all just, they're the, they're the gray road cases, well-worn, well-traveled with Metallica's logo spray painted on them. And it was just like totally geek out moment. Like, oh my yeah. God, I've seen these road cases in pictures for years. I'm standing next to them right now. It was super cool. A little bit of temptation. Uh, they're not going to miss this one. No, no. Security would have had their way with me, sir. But yeah, it was awesome. And uh, oh yeah, we played uh, the Saturday prior, and it was good. And that's all I have to say about that. Awesome. <laughs> what um? What was the ratio of? You mentioned the setlist. What was the ratio of like new stuff to classics? 
How, uh, how many songs off the new album? Three from the new album. Just Nothing, three? Yeah, three that... Well, the, th- the three that were released uh, prior to them releasing everything, the three that were released. So, uh, Hardwired, uh, Moth, Moth into, into Flame, and, and Atlas Rise. I'd be a They're getting there. That. I, Why? Because only three songs... When you have a catalog as deep as Metallica's, I get it. I get it. You got a lot of ground to cover, and people are going to be upset. Metallica's not known for their short songs, right? And 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 ultimately, fans are going to be upset if you don't get if you don't get some some staples in there. So, it was a well uh, a well spanning set list. Although, again, safe set list in my opinion. I imagine each Metallica show closes with Enter Sandman. You would be wrong. Really? It's it's towards the end, but it's not the end. Huh. Yes. That's surprising. Usually the last song before the encore, and then the encore is usually three, four songs. Let me... Okay, you you, you bring up something. I can't remember what I was looking at this week that triggered me going, you know, I got to ask you about this. Let me ask you about encores. Yes. I've never done one, so I couldn't tell you. Everybody knows you could do an encore. Yes. Everybody knows. I've been thinking about this myself lately. Yeah, go on. What's the point of walking off stage? Just... It's a tease. It's a tease. Or, not for nothing, but walking... It's, sometimes you just need a breather. Like, you know, I gotta, right, I gotta I get, get some water. I, get I gotta that. towel off a little bit here. Give me five minutes to kind of get myself together before I go back out and finish things off. Okay. All right. But I was, but, I was just curious about that. But honestly, it's just a tease. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. Just play what you're gonna play. Yep. I feel you. But it's but the thing is, audiences expect it now. So hypothetically speaking, if I were to go out there, or a band, Metallica, for instance, was to go out there and just play for insert time limit here. Two, yeah. Say they did two, a full two hours, but they never took any breaks like that. And then they just, that was it. Done. No encore. People would be upset. Like, they didn't even do an encore. Even though they just gave you like two hours. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's, yeah, it's weird. You gotta, All right. audience expectations are strange. yeah. That aside, that was the week. All right, that was it. Uh, nice, yeah, it's good. It's good. We and some other stuff happened, which we'll talk about. But uh, yeah, how about you? News besides the mandatory back. overtime, uh, mandatory overtime. As I've mentioned on the show previously, mandatory overtime pretty much kills my week. But I do have a fun little anecdote from this week. So two weeks ago, Black Friday, PlayStation Network has their Black Friday sale. I like I that. I, I believe I texted you some of the deals. Mm-hmm. You had an opportunity to pick up uh, Arkham Knight and Star Wars Battlefront for dirt cheap. And yet um, I was cheap. So Another thing you could pick up was the Mega Man Legacy Collection. Ah. For six bucks. Ooh. That's, a, that's a deal I will do any day of the weekend twice on Sunday. Now, play Mega Man 1. That's a, that's a hard game, son. Yep. It's <laughs> a hard yep. game. Got the Rockman, no problem. Cutsman, no problem. Fireman, yeah. A little bit of problem, but got past. Brings us to Iceman. Ice. Man. Yeah. I am dangerous. It's not that you're dangerous, just you're really friggin' hard. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, these games are tough. Oh God! It it took me so long to get the timing down on the blocks. That the yeah, doot, yeah. Doot, I can hear it in my head. Doot, yep, disappearing, reappearing blocks. I got the pattern down. This is like the time down, and unlike you know the old classic Nintendo controllers, there's a little bit of delay in a wireless. Mm. It's a fraction of a second. You barely notice it, but 
but when your you're brain does. those jumps, your brain notices the yeah. muscle memory is still there. So, I think it was like Tuesday night, Tuesday or Wednesday night. Julie's out having coffee with some friends. Co- coffee, coffee. Okay, just regular coffee. Hope so. Um, so I'm at home with the boy. He is next to me on the couch sleeping. I just got him to go to sleep. There, there's a there's a yelling screaming incident so I'm coming up. The ice ice <laughs> Hour and a half later. Uh huh. Still on the ice man stage. Oh, I've got I've gotten past the disappearing blocks. I've got okay. I've got that down. Nope. Pat. All right. But mm. after that is little helipad things you have to jump on. Oh god. And then the flying penguin missiles oh, come god. across. <sighs> there is there are literally points where there is no way not to get hit right. you just have to position yourself in a way that when you do get hit you don't fall off the thing yeah so i finally get past it after numerous tries i go down i go through the next doors and one of the uh pogo pistons is jumping around, and I'm shooting, I'm shooting, I'm shooting, and lands on me once and kills me. Oh. An obscenity may have been screamed. Uh-huh. A a baby may have awakened. Yeah. 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 And you know what? It's real dangerous now because controllers are wireless. Yeah. Which gives new definition in a controller throw. Oh, yeah. See, unlike, unlike the controllers of yesteryear. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the modern controllers aren't built to withstand no. a, a chucking across no. the room. No. You know how I know that? Because where we, where I lived before this place, when, uh, when Street Fighter four first came out mm. and I was playing online and I lost to someone that I shouldn't have. Mm. Oh, that controller got winged down a hallway and did not work after that. I haven't thrown a controller... I even threw a fight stick once. Oh, God. You madman. What are you doing? Well, I threw it on a couch. Fair enough. I, there was rage in the moment, but there was also realization this is a very expensive piece of equipment, so there's... You know, I threw it into padding. Uh, yeah, okay. So, yeah. Careful with the controller. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I get you. I get you. Okay. So, yeah, more or less, that was my week. Not a lot was accomplished All right. this week so much. There you go. Yep. Weeks. And overtime next week. So oh. my next week will probably not be, will probably, uh, I'm sorry, be not as entertaining as this week was. Well, uh, happy, happy holidays, everyone. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Tis the season for overtime. Yeah. That being said, dear listener, if you would like to contact us and tell us about your week, tell us about your holiday plans. Ask us some questions. Give us some suggestions. You can do so at the following sources. You can find us on Twitter at Devil's Do Pod. You can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Devil's Do Pod. You can email us at the Devil's Do Pod at gmail.com. And of course, all these resources are available to you on our website, the Devil's Do Podcast.com. Boom. And, that, and, if, and if anyone out there is having a hard time, uh, I just want to put this out there. If anyone out there is having a hard time getting our show on an Android device, I am working to get us onto Stitcher. Ooh. Um, yeah, there be their technical support. I hope they don't listen to, to this episode, but uh, not good. Technic. 
please? Yeah, support? that's how they might be. That, that's them right now reading my email to them like, why can't I log into your partner portal? And they have no answers. It's like, okay, um, help, and there's no help coming. Yeah. Well, so, wh- so, folks, I'm working on it. I promise I will, I will make it so. The listeners and myself appreciate all your work. Doing what I can. That being said, okay. let us cross-examine some witnesses. Let's. Let's get this going. Our first email comes from a Mr. Chris Taylor. Chris, yes. Uh, question for Carl. It looks like Marvel vs. Capcom 4 is going to be announced, and there was a rumor of lack of X-Men in the game. Can you explain why we need a Bone Claw, an Animantium Clawed version of Wolverine in prior games? Never understood the difference. Um, we're going to go into this in news. Most of your questions will be answered there. Uh, as far as the uh, difference for Bone Claw and Adamantium Claw, I think there was a different special move or two. I, it when they right. did When they did that, I believe it was uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 2 that you could select the differences. So, yeah. I guess the better question would be why. Yeah, because fan service. Yeah. Good enough. General question about episode five of Luke Cage. Okay. In the intro to the episode, we see Cottonmouth at the club enjoying appear, enjoying what appears to be either a private performance or a soundtrack by rapper uh, Jadena. I don't know his Jadena. name. The, it's the, it's the uh, Long of the Chief. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is this a private performance or a sound check? The reason I ask this is because if this is a sound check, as Drew can attest when musicians do get the opportunity to sound check before a show... It's mostly get levels and not to do a full performance. Also, what is up with Jidana's clothes? Uh, as <laughs> as we discussed uh, in the last episode, Chris, we believe this was an audition. That's my take, too. It's, an aud- a, it's a full audition. Club. Yeah. As far as what's up with his clothes, it's a fine-dressed man, in my opinion. Yep. I, I, it's I a full-dress audition. Yeah. If you're, if you're gonna if you're gonna play a cottonmouth club, job. exactly, you got it. You got to show them what you got. Yeah, top to much. bottom. So, all right, Chris, thank you very much. We appreciate your support and your sending in some questions. Thank you, Chris, and uh, 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 uh d- d- delete. Not this episode, but just in general, <laughs> he'll he'll understand. Gotcha. Yeah. Which brings us to game three. Game three. Let's go of the listener question world series between. Mr. Alan Waiters and Mr. J. Gel Samino. Tied on one. Who let off last week? Uh, I don't remember. I think, think it was J. Yeah, it was J. So, so Alan will lead off this week. All right. All right. Question for both of us. Yes. Which kids game show mm. would you rather be on? Legends of the Hidden Temple. Ooh. Double Dare. Video Power. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Ooh. Nick Arcade. Ooh. Or Nickelodeon's Guts? Oh. I know what my answer is. All right, look. Guts had the theme song. And Mo. And Mo. Oh, yeah, Mo. I love um, you, honey, but Guts had Mo. I hear you. Um, but Guts was also a physical show. Yes. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> I might not win guts. That's funny because I'm clearly the fat man in the room. But and I'm lazy. I'm going on guts. But I'm lazy. I'm I, lazy too. I'm 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 saying double dare. 
but that's a physical that you got but, but they physical were so challenge. but they were so less physical than guts <laughs> and you got to trash the place would you go on american gladiators if you had the chance sure why not so all right because i know that i would because in gladiators at least i know that i would i would get my 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 butt handed to me by one of the gladiators and that's kind of cool there's a there's a degree of like it's like getting body slammed by a professional wrestler. So yeah, right, Hurts right. To get body right. slammed. Whereas but. guts, I'm just jobbing to the to the the, the aggro crag or whatever the hell it was called. <laughs> That's just me being inept and out of shape. <laughs> I'll take a joust to the face from laser, but I don't want to fall off Zap. the aggro crag. <laughs> you know what I'm it out, Amazon woman. Sure. Oh yeah. Sure. Hell yeah. <laughs> Bring it on. Oh um, man. Yeah, I so double double dare. double dare, double dare, right, man. I'm going guts. I double dare, and I'm trashing the place. Oh, and 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 for the record, uh, guts had Mo, double dare had Robin. Mm. In her day, yeah, it was the '80s, man. If I, I remember kid. correctly, Nick Arcade never had any Nintendo games. It was all Sega Genesis. I think you might be right. Or they're like cheesy, or arcade games, actual arcade, arcade games. games. I think yeah. You might you might be correct. Yep. Okay. Uh, Here we uh, go, <clears throat> Carl. Yes. If you had the speed force and could go back in time, what do we just what do we just talk about? <laughs> Try to picture fat old me just like <laughs> run a streak. Momentum becomes. It doesn't enemy. have to be graceful, just, but you have the speed force. Momentum just becomes my enemy because stopping. Oh God, could be like a wrecking ball. You stop in the future. What happened? <laughs> what did I do? All right. If okay. you if you had the speed force and could go back in time to prevent a catastrophic event. Which event would it be and why? None. What would None. be the unexpected consequences of your actions, which we will call duty point? <laughs> <laughs> duty point. As opposed to flashpoint. So none? Uh, no, I'm not going back. I'm not screwing time travel. All right. Because when, think about this, because I had this conversation with someone else a couple weeks ago. When in fiction have you introduced time travel into a situation and it made the situation better. Well, here's the thing. It it never it helps. never does because you're you're afraid of what's different, and yeah, different can be better, but it's relative to what you know. So Not so let's say you go back in time and you change something, and you go home, and things are all different, but they might be better. But you. They're foreign and weird, and it's completely messed up. So to you, it's wrong and evil, but it might actually be better. Mm. But you're, really? you're, you're unobjective. It's hard to say. Hell Valley, that was that was an improvement, you're saying? Biff's Casino? Um, <clears throat> here's the thing that no one talks about. That's the, alternate that's the alternate 1985 that everyone knows, right? Think of the ending of the first movie. He played with time travel. Mom and dad weren't drunks no more. House yeah, was it, nice. Dave had a good job at the bank. And that lasted for... He had the truck. And how long did that last for before Doc shows up and says, hey, we got to go fix something? Yeah, in the future. But I'm just saying, Marty fixed the past and improved his situation. Mm, I disagree. Cause I don't think if so. He, if he had improved the situation, Doc would never have to come back. But that's a whole. Nother, but that's the future, not the past. That, See, that's a whole nother. But yeah, I'm not. I'm not screwing with time travel. Okay. Okay, Drew. Your question, anyway. Bring it. Rank the following terrible gifts 
for a white elephant swap. Oh, bring it. Fruitcake. Fruitcake. A membership in the Jelly of the Month Club. Jelly of the Month Club, okay. A board game with instructions read by Tim Book on audio. I guess it means like <laughs> okay. book on tape or whatever. No, yeah, I know what that tape. means. See what you did there? Yeah, book. Oh, book on tape. Yeah. Look at you. Atari's E.T. Mm. Superman 64. That's five. That's, that, that's five. He didn't say a number. Oh, crap. I thought five. We got a couple more to go. Shoot. G.I. Joe Rise of Cobra on Blu-ray. Oh. Or a collection of Rob Liefeld comics minus the first appearance of Cable and Deadpool. Okay. Um, so I'll give this to you because so, that's well, a pretty I, I gotta, yeah, list. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let me... Um, all right. Bottom to top or top to bottom? How do you want this? I say you go bottom to top. Save the, the worst for last. Worst for last? The worst for last? I think I know what... G.I. Joe, Rise of Cobra on DVD or Blu-ray. There's your worst right there. Put that at the bottom. So you're saying that first. Whatever. Yeah, that's the bottom of the list. That is last. That's the last thing anyone should ever want, ever. Ever. Did I ever tell you what Alan and I were going to do? No, and I don't want to Nickel City Comic Con? Go on. One of the t-shirt vendors had a G.I. Joe, Rise of Cobra t-shirt. We were going to buy it for you and get it signed by Larry Hama. Oh, my God. I would... Look, <laughs> that's that's insulting to me and Larry Hama. Do you understand? <laughs> Poor Larry. Uh, you know he signed off on that, too, because he got paid. Well, yeah. But poor Larry. What? A, oh anyway, yeah, that's, that's the worst. Yeah. That's garbage. That's hot garbage. Um... Ooh, Superman 64, I'm going to put just above that. Because it's, it's a terrible, unplayable game. Yeah. Um, At least E.T. was somewhat playable. Yeah. Above Superman 64, I'm going to say uh, uh, the fruitcake. No one wants fruitcake, ever. Nope. There's, it's pointless. It's yep. utterly pointless. It's garbage. Fr- why does it even exist? I don't know. Just, you know why it exists? Because it's bad, and it, and it ends up on lists like this. That's okay. why it exists. Um, above the fruitcake, we're going to put... Um, hmm. I'll go with Atari's E.T. It's, 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 it's pretty bad, but, it, but if you can figure it out, it's, it is playable. Its reputation is almost a little overblown. I would, I would take one if it was one from the landfill. Sure, That'd there you nice go. It's got collectability. Yeah. Um, above that, uh, let's go with... Um, the, the Tim Book uh, instruction board game, inst- whatever, it's, you know, it's okay. It's just not top dog. It, you're going to have some trouble. I, I heard Tim is efficient. He's in his some. That's, that's a word for it. <laughs> um, efficient bordering on dictatorial, which is going to be interesting with a book on tape. Yes. Like you don't even think it's, you know, on, but he yells at you. <laughs> don't fast forward. Right, right. Um, then I gotta say, uh, the jelly of the month. Uh, this this intrigues this intrigues me. I don't really go for jelly, but if I got a, a you know one a month, if you have different ones to try. I'm game. Bring it on. Show yeah. me your show me your jelly. Your jelly. The best you donut. The best. Look, they're bad. They're bad. But I can't look away. Give me the Rob Liefeld comics. Give me all of them, <laughs> just so I can read them and appreciate how. 
awful they are. And, and then I and then in a historical context, I can try and figure out where in his career it all went wrong. Uh, the 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 beginning. Here's the thing: that's impossible. There there was there, he, the the man did something to get a job, not just get a job, but but keep the job, and become like one of the hottest guys in the biz. Probably because he was a poor man's Jim Lee and Todd McFarlane. He was bigger than Jim Lee and Todd McFarlane. Uh, Briefly, not Todd, dude. Dare I say when like when when Image first started, Liefeld was was riding high. Now he crashed was, and burned much faster than was, anyone else. Was he riding high because his book was the first out of the gate? Or I have no idea why. All right, but he was. Okay, well, the, so I, so, and it's not like the work. Look, I'm not saying that any of the work was necessarily <laughs> good. I'm just saying there was definitely a point in his career where it 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 was like, okay, it's not great, but it's not great, but and yeah. then there was the point when he just gave up, and it's like this is objectively terrible. All this right. is terrible. Okay, I want to find out what that point was. So those are Alan's questions, which brings us to Mister Jay Gelsomino. Jay's got uh, a tall order here. Those were, those those were good. Yep. Uh, question for both of us. If you could run for president, which person would you pick as your vice presidential running mate? Must be a fictional character who has not held office in a feature film or TV show, thus disqualifying such luminescent dignitaries as President Bill Mitchell <laughs> and Richard Nixon in Black Dynamite. Who is this for? Both this of us? This is for both of us. Oh, who's my VP? Who's your VP? Has to be a fictional character who has not held an office. Um. Oh wow. Uh. I'll I'll just go ahead and say I I want Vice President Superman. Who's gonna vote against Superman? That's that's fair. I'm in. I'm a lock, based on my VP, and he'll do all the work. I'm like Trump. You sure you didn't want to say Captain America? I like Cap. I love Cap. You know this. I know. But, you know, Cap might your, be... Your he, Christmas tree says otherwise, sir. Cap, I, I, dude, look, if any listeners want to hook me up with some <laughs> Captain America ornaments, by all means, man, I'm accepting gifts. Uh, Cap, though, might he might be a divisive vote. I'm not going to lie. He's all turned right. his back on the country a couple times. You know that's going to come out in the, in the primaries and in yep. the, the attack ads. Uh, I can just see it now. You know the Swift boats. Are, the Swift boat guys are going to come back out and, and and besmirch Cap's good name. Superman might be just viewed as a government tool. Nah, think, nah. Think Dark Knight Returns. F- Frank Miller doesn't count. You see, that Dark Knight Returns. Frank Miller counts, sir. Eh. Give, turning Superman into Reagan was a bit of a stretch. I think he wasn't Reagan. He, he was had Reagan's hair. Stop. Okay. I will not let you besmirch Dark Knight Returns. It's, it's good. Um. I'm going to go with controversial pick. Oh, I like these. I'm going to go with Grand Moff Tarkin. Okay. Efficient. Uh, yeah. Ruthless. Yeah. Gets the job done. You know he didn't design the Death Star. No, but he used it. And you know he's going to stick with you till the bitter end. You know, you, is someone going to vote for the guy that blew up Alderaan? Listen, you say blew up Alderaan. I say drastically reduce poverty on Alderaan. Wow. (laughs) That's the way to put it. 
It's hard to be homeless when you ain't got a home. Listen, Alderaan was clearly a staging ground for terrorists. Wow, look at you with the with the propaganda arm over here. Hey, man, you go back and watch Star Wars through uh-huh. modern day eyes. I had friends on that Death Star. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. We got news for you, folks. America ain't the rebels anymore. Oh, my Lord. So, yeah. Yeah, Graham off Tarkin. Wow. He's uh he's my pick. Okay. You are embracing that heel role, I'll tell you. That's good. Evacuate That's our good. moment of triumph. Okay. All right. Question for you. Yes. From Jay. Carl, best situation to be in with a Street Fighter character. Ooh. All right. On a cross-country road trip in a Chevy Volt with Blanca. That's one situation. Yeah. Owner of a marginally successful auto salvage yard with Zangief. A COO of a Turkish bathhouse with E-Honda in Boise, Idaho. Or season three of Fuller House with Sagat. I don't know what that means, but okay. Yeah. What's the better situation, I guess? <laughs> the the Chevy Volt with Blanca is certainly convenient. Because, you know, it was electric charge. Yeah, yeah, I got that. I, I, um, I got that. The... I'm actually because, yeah, Chevy Volt's great, but who wants to drive a Chevy Volt? Well, you're going to get some speed out of it with Blanca. You can just charge the damn thing to, like, capacity. Um, I am going to say the auto yard was Zangief. Okay. Because giant Russian dude, he's going to be fun to to hang out with. You're going to have guys breaking in all the time to beat up cars. I'm going to be working with a guy who can spinning pile drive a car. This is true. He can do that. Sorry. All right. There you go. Now, Plus Zangief. He's, you know, he seems he's, like a fun guy. He's a, he's a pretty pro wrestler. Yeah. He's a good guy. He's good yeah. peoples. Drew. Okay. Group you'd most like to join. Oh, boy. The Four Horsemen, but with only Lex Luger, Steve Mongo McMichael, and Chris <laughs> Benoit. Oh, God. Okay. With a Bible and a funny look in his eye. Uh-huh. Sand people, but run by our favorite sand-hating Sith Lord, Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. Or Buffalo's premier heavy metal band, Hubris. And I am to describe oh. the look on Drew's face oh. following detail. The Jay knows question. about that little beef. Um, the look on your face, I can akin only to Jack Nicholson as the Joker. The less said about that, the better. Okay. Um... I will join the horsemen, but I will heel turn on Chris Benoit because that dude don't 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 trust that dude. Yep. Don't don't trust him. That's all I can really say about that. So those are our questions. Those are the questions. This is a this is a hotly contested game. That this is this is close. This Wow. This is like close. We're an extra yeah. innings close, even though it's not might this might be a Rochambeau situation. Uh I might have to do an inner Rochambeau because I have, I'm having a hard time here. Uh, I which way you leaning? I, Lu- I Lucas I, is having a hard time too. Yeah, Lucas is whining right now. He's going to have to get kicked out in a moment. But but maybe he's trying to help us. He's trying to hey, say something. Right Lucas, now. who should we pick? Um. <laughs> uh I think Jay had the better combo question. Okay. 
but 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 Alan though, Alan Alan, Alan brought some, some thunder. Strong individual questions. Alan had a good combo question too with the nickel. Oh jeez, this is tough. I'm going to tell you, and you don't have to like it, but I think I'm going with Alan this week. Oh man. Right now, Jay is 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 pissed in his desk, wherever he is. Yeah, but I, I I'm I, yeah, Alan Waiters. Um, I I you know what I have to Alan's got it because I think Alan's Jay's questions were good, but Alan's questions spurred slightly more conversation, a little more fun. Oh God, that vice presidential question. <laughs> That was tough. Yeah, it's in in a squeaker. A cl- so close, so close. Game of inches. Game of inches. Even though it's a baseball reference, but what, it, yeah. you know, it's it. In well, you know, you can be as Bully Mays Hayes showed us. You can be slide and still be inches from the base. This is true. Yeah, Allen. Allen takes game. A dub up two one. Oh, goes up two one. Oh, that was tough, guys. You keep going like that, you're going to make this much harder for us than we thought it was going to be. There it is. Thus closes the cross-examination. Now, we got some news to get into. It's got some. We've got, we got some. We've got to open up the case files. Bring it. Predominantly video game news, but... That's okay. Uh, before we get to the video game news, uh, a little bit of Star Wars news. Oh? Yes. As you know, we are two weeks away, officially today, from Rogue One. I've, I've, I've let go of illusions that I'm seeing this movie on opening weekend. Oh, <laughs> I don't think so it's happening. <laughs> I don't see it. Just get someone to fill in for you at the concert. Yeah. That, <laughs> sure. I'm just saying. Okay, so earlier this week, uh, Kathleen Kennedy, who's the producer of the Star Wars franchise. Yes, yes. She was the producer of it before it was sold to Disney and is still the producer of it now. Has a long, distinguished career in Hollywood. Pretty much, we grew up loving it as kids. She had a hand in it. Okay has said, officially, there will be no sequel to Rogue One, regardless of how the film performs at the box office. Why is this shocking at all? It's not that it's shocking. You know what? Hang on. There already was one. It was called Star Wars. (laughs) Or as it was later known as Episode 4, New Hope. But in, in today's world where it seems that, like, nothing is quote-unquote sacred uh-huh. i like this announcement it's i like a, that they're saying this is a one-shot story this is not a whole new thing we're gonna spin off and other stuff I'm not, we're just telling this one story here that that's fine that's what they said it was going to be when they announced it a star wars story star wars is a whole universe like you don't need to there's gonna be finger quotes sequels because there's gonna be infinite more star wars movies what you're saying is there's not going to be a direct sequel to yes. this particular story. Fine. There won't I, be I a, a Rogue 2. That's fine. I, whatever. It, there's going to be Episode 8, and then there's going to be the, uh, the Han Solo anthology. There's going to be Episode 9. Then there's probably going to be the Boba Fett movie, for all we know. Who Boba knows? Fett. Yep. Boba Fett. Maybe in this one he won't be an inept idiot, but we'll see. Uh that's fine. I don't even know well, that they, you don't have to be mean about it. No, I, just, I just I don't get the. I'm just saying it's, it's an announcement. It was, it, was worth, it was worth discussing. You know, to, you for know, for the for the you know the, the people out there that don't know any better. I guess they needed to be told this, but I could have told you that's it. not necessary. Whatever. You don't have to be mean to the people. They support us. 
our listeners are smart. They knew this already. <laughs> they didn't have to be held by the hand and told. All right. It's a prequel. I wonder how it ends. Spoilers. Luke blows up the Death Star. I just spoiled it for you. <laughs> okay, that being said, we'll move on. Sake. Okay. Do some video game stuff. Yes. Drew, yes. as we speak right now, oh. Friday night, December the 2nd, mm-hmm. out in California, a little event's going on called Capcom Cup. The hell is that? Now, see, once again, you're immediately getting hostile about this. Me and games have an awkward relationship, but go on. What is the Capcom Cup? The Capcom Cup is, you can make an argument for, has kind of taken over as the most prestigious Street Fighter tournament. What happened to Evo? Yeah, I'm getting there. Calm down. I can't keep up. What's going on? Dude, you had beer. I had coffee. Why are you the uppity one? It's Friday night. (laughs) This is how we do it. Evo is still the biggest fighting game tournament in the world. Capcom Cup is an invitational. Oh. You have to have won or placed consecutively in Capcom uh, point ranking events throughout the year to garner an invitation to Capcom Cup. So Capcom Cup, as far as Street Fighter goes, is like the best of the best. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Is, is uh, 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 Eric Roberts involved? Coach. Coach. <laughs> He's going to kill him. <laughs> He's gonna kill him, coach. Okay, go on. No, no. I I want this all to happen now. <laughs> so yeah, so Capcom Cup's going on right now, and with e- along it's because Evo is such a success, Capcom Cup the gr- the top eight the grand finals will be airing on ESPN two. Wow, I believe it's here tomorrow or Sunday. Okay, it's probably is if it's going on now, it's probably tomorrow. Okay. Um, so that's really exciting. Again, showing signs that the, the fighting game community is coming up into the mainstream. Um, but also, as we discussed last week, mm-hmm. the rumors of Marvel versus Capcom 4 coming out are yeah. not going away. They're gaining up a lot of steam, even though every image or every possible look at the game that has leaked, there was, there was an image... It was proven that the four image that we discussed on last week's show, yeah. that's fake. Okay. They proved that it's fake. Earlier today, an image came out of a screenshot. Oh, boy. Showing Giant Man stepping on Rashid from Street Fighter V. This is, it's, those, the, those characters are too obscure for this to be fake. It, it looked very, very legitimate, later proven to be fake. Oh, Though well done, fakers. There well is done. a lot of stuff being talked about for a game that apparently doesn't exist. Okay, there's the there's a screenshot. Uh, it says open this page oh, in crap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's friggin' pop ups. All right, I'll show it to you later. Okay. So more and more people are thinking that we are going to get an announcement, whether it be Marvel versus Capcom four or just a complete reboot of the Marvel versus Capcom franchise, just starting over with just plain Marvel versus Capcom. Mm-hmm. It's more more or less, It's it got to a point where last week I thought like, you know, maybe, I said maybe like 25% chance it was going to happen. Now it's looking like, you know, 80, 85% chance, 80, 85% chance something is going to, um, going to come out. Okay. That being said... Another rumor that has been reported by reputable sources 
have said there will be no X-Men characters. Now, that is a very curious and specific omission. Yes. Now, and it's also a very big omission because, now granted, this probably doesn't come as a surprise to a lot of us because we know how Marvel is operating when it comes to the X-Men. X-Men, Fantastic Four, kind of disavowed, more or less. More or less. Except with the comic books, because, I mean, well, Fantastic Four was canceled, but X-Men still sell comics. Yes, they do. So Marvel still prints X-Men comics. But... In licensing, though, the X-Men and the Fantastic Four have become sort of persona non grata. Marvel does not make a lot of products anymore, or if definitely not with Fantastic Four, very few, if any, with X-Men. If they do, it's Wolverine. They've gone so far as to omit Fantastic Four and X-Men characters from classic artwork that they have been on in yeah. licensed T-shirts, posters, yep. and prints. Mm-hmm. So, like, for instance, the cover to Secret Wars, the uh, the issue with uh, Spider-Man in his alternate costume, yep. the black the costume. Black costume first uh, Human Torch is in the background in one of those comics. On, the, on that cover, he ain't no more. Nope. Uh, the cover to Secret Wars number one. Featured Cyclops and Wolverine yeah. on the cover. If I'm, if I'm, Wolverine for sure, Cyclops, I could be yeah. wrong. They ain't there no more. Nope. They replaced them on that, on that cover for t-shirt purposes. So yeah, we've, we've known that Marvel's licensing. been kind of moving in this direction for a while now. What makes this such a big thing is not only is the Marvel versus Capcom series more akin to the original X-Men fighting game, X-Men Children of the Atom, than yeah. ever was Street Fighter, but in the past couple... Uh, Marvel versus games. X-Men characters have been among the top tier characters in the games. Well, Magneto, Storm, Wolverine, Cyclops, Psylocke well, are all staples that, of top level professional players. That's fine, but they'll they'll have new players. They'll it, have new characters. It's, see, it's it's not see it, this is this is how like you know how a couple weeks ago we were talking about how like you hear music and how I hear the music. character doesn't matter the character what doesn't, the character stop, doesn't stop, matter stop how no. do, how do they you play this is one th- this is this is that thing this is like me trying to talk to you about music you, the character is is everything no it's, how it yeah. plays and how you win with him is everything you need to have a character that has the proper tools to win not all characters are created equally this is not right. Mortal combat too sir but they can make any character play a certain way it doesn't have why does it matter if it's wolverine or if it's spider-man this would be what's akin, the difference this would be akin to putting out a street fighter game without ken and ryu but they could put two guys in with different names that have the same fireball and Hadouken, and you would never know the difference. They would be the top tier guys. It, it, it just wouldn't be Ken or Ryu, but they would play the same way, and people would kick ass with them. It doesn't work that way. I'm sorry. It doesn't. It, I'm sorry. Does, it doesn't. Though. On a professional level, it just doesn't work that way. Why? Because of the coat of paint on it? They'll Who find, cares? I'm not saying the professional players are not going to find new players to use. Their professional players is what they do. What I'm saying is, for these characters to be admitted drastically changes the game because these characters have, again, traditionally been top-tier characters. This is a whole new game, though, so you have to learn the new game. What's the problem with that? We're going to agree to disagree on this. It's a new game. Learn the game. You'll find out who the top players are. Okay. Just saying. All right. No, I I get you. We're we're good. Okay. We'll agree to disagree. All right. I mean, you know. I'll, I'll lecture you on guitars later, and we'll 
it's, dude, ultimately, <laughs> it's all about results in the end, man. Um, next thing. Now, this is something that, was, from my understanding, was announced a couple years ago, but haven't really had a lot of news on it, but something just came out again this week reminding everyone. I'm very interested to hear your take on this. Hmm. Nintendo theme parks coming to Universal Studios. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, I've known about this for a while, but now it's starting to ramp up a little bit. Now, you recently traveled. You recently went to Florida. You a couple were years at, ago, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, both Disneyland and... Disney World, Disney World. sir. Who cares? Uh, people who are into Disney... Def- Actually, not just the people who are into Disney. Disneyland is a lone theme park in Los Angeles, California. Disney World is several theme parks spread around the entire city of Orlando. It practically is Orlando. <laughs> so so you're saying it's all set out on land. Uh, all right. So name doesn't matter. So There is a difference. But you've been to both. And I remember specifically yes. you saying that Universal Studios is not that great anymore. Universal Studios, if it was ever great, uh Dare I say, Universal Studios? It's kind of like the, uh, the 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 RC Cola <laughs> of theme parks compared to Disney's like Pepsi Coke. You know, it's kind of like that. So does that make like Daring Lake Tab? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> give me Fago. You know, I can't give you a tab unless you order something. Um, I'm not impressed with Universal at all. It no. it it's dirtier. The the staff looks unhappy. The, the the attractions are more uh see here's a funny thing disney's attractions and rides might be older and by that extension finger air quotes dated and yet somehow universals are more dated they feel yeah they feel tired whereas you, disney's are timeless you said especially universal's marvel oh attractions disappointing not, not if you're a fan of 90s Marvel, apparently. Oh, the bankrupt Marvel? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> I'm in. Uh, yeah, very underwhelming. Even the Hulk roller coaster right here? That's Great kind of coaster. Has yeah. nothing to do with the Hulk. It could be anything. You could put. You could call least, it anything. Is it at least green? Yes. Okay. Yes, it is green. It's green. But yeah, very tenuous ties to the Marvel yeah. Universe and the, uh, very underwhelming. Um, if you like Harry Potter, I'm sure it's cool. Yeah. But I don't care about Harry Potter in the slightest. So Universal to me was very eh. Okay. Disney World on See Disney's big thing is immersion. Yeah. From the the surroundings, the line is an attraction unto itself. The line to the ride is part of the ride. Yeah. Um and that that's this whole theme park deal with Marvel and in in Universal is unfortunate because now Disney who owns Marvel cannot operate like a Marvel Cinematic Universe theme park. In Orlando, because of the contract with Universal, they can do stuff at, at Disneyland in California, yeah. but they can't do stuff in Orlando. So it's a bummer. Now, with all that being said, Universal also had the Simpsons Park that they added recently, um, and I say park in a loose sense. Yeah. It's one ride with a little food court that has Moe's kind of superimposed on it. But you get to go to Moe's and get a flaming Moe. Yeah, kinda, <laughs> kinda. Um, Is Aerosmith going to be playing this? <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so it it just, Universal felt cheap to me. All right. What, how do you feel about a Nintendo? Because obviously this is something Nintendo is going to have their hand in. I want to believe. 
I it's Nintendo. I want to love it. Nintendo a Nintendo theme park sounds like oh my god yes yeah. take my money, but it's a Universal. Yep. And based on the Simpsons theme park, you know area and and my my you know my my opinion of Universal's park at right now, eh. If you would have said Nintendo is partnered with Disney and they're opening Nintendo Land, dude. Yeah, I'm there. Yeah, I think because it's going to be off the. I hook. think between that and their Star Wars land, I think you literally moved Florida. I'd move to Florida. And just live there. I'd live there. There's, I'd there's work there. That's it. No, I'd I'd I'd, I'd try to get down the action. <laughs> I'm in. Yes, I am a little short to be a stormtrooper, but I am one. <laughs> Look, at, I got my pew pew gun right here, and then I play Wario on the side. Give me the big foam costume, run around, hit, 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 throwing th- throwing turtle shells at kids. You don't. I'm sorry, sir, but you don't have the bulk for a Wario. That's what the foam costume Possibly is for. Possibly a Waluigi. No, he's too tall. He's too tall, man. I can wear a big fat suit. I guess you're going to have self-toed. No. <laughs> I'm not fast enough to be towed. See? <laughs> but I have the heel in me to be Waluigi, or to be to be Wario and, and, and mess with the kids. All right. Make them cry. <laughs> While we're in the Nintendo wheelhouse, yes, I believe it was last night, the night before last the, night, the video game awards, the awards, no one cares about. Yeah, pretty much. Show me the trailers. It's, I don't care yeah. about the awards. Yeah, it's a it's a big gathering for commercials. I have some other. I have some thoughts on but, something else about this, but go on. Last night we got a new trailer for the Legend of Zelda: Breath of Fire, Breath of the Wild, Breath of the Wild. Come on, now. <laughs> Breath, Breath of Fire is the role playing. Yes, game. that's correct. Yeah, it looks great. Breath of uh, Breath of the Wild looks fantastic. Yeah, it looks gorgeous. gorgeous. Yes, that it, it, good, look yeah, at this. Yeah, nice. <laughs> looks great, man. I cannot wait to play it. Yeah, it. Um, I think I'm on board for getting a Switch at launch, yeah. and it'll be on Wii U as well. So take your pick. But um, yeah, whatever. I was actually surprised that they're still bringing it out for the Wii U. It's the final hurrah, man. All right. Uh, they did the same thing with GameCube in, in the Wii when uh, Twilight Princess came out. Came out for both simultaneously. Mm. Um, yeah, bring it. Looks yeah. it looks so cool. And uh, Lincoln Blue is starting to like. It's at, at first I was like, okay, well he'll probably get a green tunic later, but they're not marketing it that way. Did it's all blue? Quick question. Yeah, we see not a like full fully on screen. Uh huh. What can only be assumed as a Princess Zelda ish character. That's my assumption. Was it just me or did she look a lot like? Thanos. Than- whoa, whoa. <laughs> Just like the outfit she was wearing. I missed that. All right, we'll have to, we'll have to watch the trailer again. Okay. No, I they, to, oh, she looked yeah, like... I'll have to twist your arm to watch the trailer. That's fine. I'll watch it again. It's fine. Yeah, it looks great. I can't wait. Yeah. I cannot wait to it's, play uh, it. It looks so cool. It'll be a lot of fun. I guess um, Nintendo has an event coming up in New York City in a week or so. Do they? And well, I mean, they have the store there, which is fantastic, by the way. like, officially unveil the Switch and announce pricing. This is in a week? I, it might be. Uh, it might. It might be a couple weeks. It's got to be after the holidays. It's got to be. It might. I don't know. All I know. Right. It's, I know it's happening soon. Okay, that makes sense. But I would assume it'll be after Christmas. When will then be now? Soon. soon. Switch will be soon. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. I think. Uh, I think that does it for the news. I got one quick. Eh, never mind. No. No. What, no. What no, no, no. 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 I. I don't want to tear us into a, a bitterness uh, spiral. What, what's, what's, no, 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 no. See now, now, now you got me. Oh, is, oh, okay. No, yeah. no, I'm, I'm, I'm diverting to this because I don't want to take us down this other road. No, I want to know what the other road is now. 
I, I don't want to go down the other road because it's going to get profane, and I, I want to be nice about all this. We're, we're professionals. Okay. We can, we can keep it. Let's, can, we keep it br- can we keep it brief? Yes. Okay. Then we'll, then we'll get to this cool thing. Yeah, yeah. They also showed a trailer at the game thing last night for uh, 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 Kojima's new game. Okay. Death Strand, yeah, yeah, whatever, you, whatever the hell yeah, it's called. I didn't see the trailer, but I know what you're okay. talking about. Yeah. It's Kojima. It's going to be good. It's going to come out in six years. Okay. Uh, see, you see, you see what's going on right now. <laughs> I have things to say. Can we stop with this Kojima praise nonsense? Can his fans calm down? The dude made one game, then he made four others that were a complete disaster in terms of plot. But they played okay, but they made no sense. But we pretended that they did. Why? I don't know, because he's a genius? The trailer for the game, dude, looks... Okay, it looks... I'll tell you one thing. It looks like a Kojima game, for damn sure. There's no mistaking that. But it looks pretentious as hell. And I'm just done with pretend video games in general i love video games. you know i love video games i know you do you, well, know, what you, I, you know what i don't like no nintendo games. no i love video games what i don't like in video games is pretentiousness and this is some pretentious garbage in in theme in tone and then if we weren't pretentious enough we got celebrities in the game because people are too stupid to know that these are just <laughs> it's it's a texture on a puppet in a computer it's not norman reedus in the game it's his face and that's not all now we've got mads mickelson our friend uh Cassilius from dr strange yeah, yeah he's in the kojima's game now too they put his face in there and people went berserk like ooh, it's a face in a game it's a it's not even real oh and and guillermo del toro's face is in this game too why is this a th- Who cares? Who cares if these people's faces are in the game? What difference does it make? Who cares at all? If you care, you're dumb. I'm sorry. You're being had. Play the game. Gameplay. I don't care about celebrities. That's just you trying to, like, rub elbows with celebrity culture to show what an auteur you are. I don't care. I don't care. Let me play your game, and I'll tell you if it's good or not based on how it plays. Spare me the rest. <laughs> there we are. That's that's. I'm, I could be dropping some language, but I'm not because this is a family show for the most part. Kojima, God, give, what? Give me a break. I'm just gonna say one thing, give and then we can break. move on. Go on. If Sorry, Moto did it. You wouldn't have a problem with it. He wouldn't, so it's fine. I'm just saying if he did. He wouldn't, though. I'm just saying if he did. All right. Let's talk about something really cool. Yes. And I maybe, I, maybe I'm overblowing the cool factor, but I, I think this think is pretty sweet. I think, I think your cool factor is exactly where your excitement factor on this is exactly where it needs to be. What are you looking at there? Well, there's Drew? two things about this that I think are in, insanely cool. Yes. Well, first tell the people what you're looking at. I'm looking at a, a promotional poster for Thor Ragnarok. Now, we all know... for this one. Oh, absolutely. It's the most metal-sounding superhero movie ever. <laughs> it really is. Thor Ragnarok. Death of the gods. Death of the gods. It's serious. for real. Okay, so in this poster... Yeah. 
first off, the yep. logos we saw previously for Thor Ragnarok. Was I alone in thinking, wow, that's a real 80s, 80s. look? Yeah, yep. it's pretty sweet. Thor, Ragnarok, and Guardians. Just the color, the, yep. the the gradient and the way they yep. styled them. Look, mm-hmm. That's so 80s looking. That's cool. Made me think of the old Transformers look. A little bit. Um, so on this poster, I'm going to tell you up front who's on the poster. Thor's on the poster. Obviously, Thor's oh, on the poster. Yeah. It's kind of his jam. And Hulk is on the poster. Yes. Okay. We kind of yeah. knew Hulk was going to be Hulk involved. We knew Hulk was going to be in it, yep. But the... The, the colors and the designs around them. Yes. It is 80s as hell. First off, not only is it extremely 80s, but Hulk is in full. I was getting to that, but first I want to talk about the 80s thing. Okay, all right. It's, 80, it's oh, super yeah, 80s. It's, it looks like, at a quick glance, because of the art style, it almost looks like an Atari box cover. Kind art, of. Kind which of. Which just makes it that much more better. Yeah. Now let's talk about costumes, shall we? Oh, we shall. Thor is in his full, I'm sorry, Hulk, pardon me, we'll get to Thor. Yes. Hulk is in his full Planet Hulk gladiator attire. Yep. Helmet. Helmet with mohawk. And, and arm armor. This is so cool. It's it's really awesome. This is going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where am I? What world is this? This is happening in a movie? Yep. Okay. Here's my money. <laughs> Do you need more? Shut up. <laughs> Take my money. That's awesome. And then Thor. Yes. Let's talk about Thor for a moment. Yeah. Chris Hemsworth. Great Thor. <laughs> Fantastic. Good looking man. Yeah. You know what he didn't have though? Helmet. He held it for about three seconds in the opening shot of the first movie. He had it as he, he was wearing it as he walked down the aisle, took it off, set it on the ground, never put it back on. We never saw his face in it either. We saw, yeah, it, we from, did. We saw it from behind. We never saw him with it on proper. Mm, yeah. You have to, yeah. have to rewatch. Rewatch it. I, in the concept art, we saw it, but we yeah, never yeah. saw Chris Hemsworth proper with yeah. the freaking helmet on, which was a damn shame. Yeah. Thor's helmet's kind of iconic. It's pretty awesome. The wings and whatnot. Well, he's got the helmet on. He's got the helmet on in this poster, folks. And it's much more streamlined, much more war. Like, you would... This is easier to believe it's a legitimate battle helmet than... It almost looks like Tron a little bit. Look at... Look at... Look at... Kind of? But cooler. Yeah. It's... His costume in this is very reminiscent of his most recent costumes, from a lot of his Marvel Now stuff, mm-hmm. which I like. Okay. They're good costumes. Um, also, point out what he's wielding. Yeah, he does not have Mjolnir. He's Leonardoing it up. He's got a sword in each hand. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Where's Where's Mjolnir? This is just uh, generating much more excitement for this film. For Maybe me. Mjolnir is in, in, in safekeeping with, with Darcy. Meow, meow. Cat Dennings can hold the hammer. Or maybe they're setting up for female Thor. Or that, sure. But Natalie Portman won't be involved. Uh, dump trucks full of money, sir. Changes any opinion. Marvel, save yourself the dump trucks of money. <laughs> I like Natalie Portman. Shut up. Eh. Anyway. There you go. There's there you go. There's news. I think that's everything. Yeah. Sorry about the diversion there with before Thor. <laughs> Just had to, I, it's been bothering me all day. Something was bothering you, Drew. That's, that's I know. So, it's unfathomable. That's so unlike you. 
can I say, man? All right. Uh, damn, this episode's long already. Eh. Eh. Let's, uh... We closing up, what was this, the case files? Or? Yeah, we're closing the case files. That, I, I I don't want to step on your your, your lingo. Well, it's your lingo, too. You, but you're, 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 you're the one who does it, though. I don't want to... It's not like sacred ground. We all have our roles to play here. You can say it if you want. Go ahead, say it. Try it on. See if, see if you like it. It, it. We're closing the case files. So you just you just didn't put any effort into it. If this is your this is your thing. All right. We can rustle some papers. We can rustle. Was that a song? We can rustle some papers. Some papers. Oh wow. Have yourself a merry little paper rustling. Marvel. Let your notes be fine. I rum now on. I, you know more of this song than I have ever known. We'll talk about Luke Cage. Gotta look it up. And Vine. Just, I don't know. You, you, you good? <laughs> <laughs> Episode six. Has, oh, <laughs> I'm just joking. Right. Episode six. Suckers need bodyguards. Okay. Now, what you got? Uh, no, let's let's no, no. let's dive in. Um, Luke is jogging. Luke Luke is running, and we have this, a throwback to Jessica Jones. Little bit, we get a little little Patsy, little, little Trish talk. Yeah, Patsy little, Trish, yeah. Patsy Walker. Yeah, Hellcat. Someday, she, someday, she, someday. She's taking karate lessons. She had that whole room where she, yeah. kicked, she you know. She we'll get we're gonna get all the Jessica Jones eventually. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like the little Mac montage. Luke's running around. He's got no dock on the, no the bicycle. No. The suit's not pink. No. I'm telling you, you and Alan Waiters, one Halloween, Little Mac and Doc. Wow. Needs to happen. I'll tell you what, if you guys do that, I'll make this promise now on the air. Yeah. If you guys do that, I will do King Hippo. Do I have to do the pink jumpsuit, or can I wear the trunks and the in the in the tank top and the green gloves? Both, both. Do I need a tearaway pink jumpsuit? That would sure. Okay, this could happen. Just saying. All right, could happen. Okay. So on her radio show, over the montage of Luke jogging, yes, we are getting callers and we are discussing the merits of Luke Cage. She, she's taking the pulse, yes, of the people's view on Luke, and as we see. The the pulse is kind of split down the middle. A little but bit. The split's interesting because the people who like Luke are the people who've legitimately met Luke and interacted with Luke. People who don't like Luke have just read about him. Yes. Which Patsy notes. Yes. Trish. And says thank you to Luke. Yeah. Luke. Now, um, Scarf meets with Cottonmouth. Yes. Uh, down by the docks. Yeah. Nothing good ever happens to the docks. No. No. Not even if you're sitting on the dock of the bay. What the hell? Watching something go away. You're all right. <laughs> but we have to. You're you're fleshing out your character. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> the, toy, the, toy, the, the, the singing, singing toy hoarding the heel. Singing toy hoarding heel. I like all of this. Sitting on the dock of the bay. Playing with my transformers yeah. you never had. Is 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 the USS flag docked at the docks? No, USS flag was not built to float. 
<laughs> Irony! I, I have a friend who learned this the hard way. How did he even fit the damn thing in the tub? He brought it out to his pool. Oh. <laughs> Instead of reenacting G.I. Joe, we reenacted Pearl Harbor. Oh, God. <laughs> Pretty dang quick, too. And, and So, hang on. Let me get this straight. Yeah. <clears throat> you had a USS flag. Yes. And you had a friend who had a USS flag, too? Yep. Dude, I grew up in Amherst. My God. Are you going to blame me because he had the flag, too? Yeah. It's Yes. How is that my fault? Look, I don't know, but it is. All right. You gotta, you're not just a heel, sir. You got you got a stable going right now. You got you got a little running crew. I uh, actually knew a kid who had more toys than I did because not only did he live in the same neighborhood, but his mom worked at Toys R Us. Oh, so yeah, yeah. Well, at least you envied someone. <laughs> I didn't say I envied him. <laughs> I like Lies. Kim was a, Kim was a Thick. I didn't like him. But he had toys. He did. We all had those friends that we yeah. just tolerated because they had the toys. Yeah, believe me, I had those friends too. Yeah. And we had Users. you. Users. <laughs> Users. <laughs> you didn't want friendship. You just wanted to play with the flag. That's right. I just wanted friends. Lies. I already had the flag. That's all you needed. <laughs> anyway. All right, so... Scarf is playing hardball with Cottonmouth's guns. Yeah, Scarf has Domingo's guns. Cottonmouth needs those guns back to get the bullet from Diamond back. That will it's, it's a whole. It's a, it's a rich tapestry. Yes, <laughs> strikes and gutters. Obviously, a lot of house. complicated case. Yep, a lot of facets, a lot of players. But new stuff has come to life, man. It was on the other night, by the way. I couldn't. You can't not watch. No, it was on. Um. So Scarf wants 100 G's. Wants 100 G's more. Then, yes. And Cottonmouth is like, nah. How about I shoot you instead? Yeah. Which he does. With his own gun. With Scarf's own gun. Can I make an observation in this scene? You can. Scarf trying to talk ghetto is amusing. Yeah, it's also pretty condescending. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you don't quite know if he's being legitimate or if he's just, like, being insulting. He's being insulting. Yeah. Because he's got leverage. Well, he thinks he has leverage here. But but also, like, he kind of strikes me as the personality who thinks he can talk like that just because, you know, he is who he is. Maybe. So, yeah. I think he knows what he's doing, though. All right. So, yeah, he's bleeding. He leaking. Yeah. Took two hits. One to the... Uh, the thigh. The, the abdomen and one to the thigh. Yeah. From what I understand, I've never been shot, but the most painful place to get shot is in the stomach. Want to find out? We can find out. I don't want to get shot. Okay. Well, I'm just throwing it out there. That's all. Dude, you just threatened to shoot me. With your toys. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) All I can use to my defense is my laser tag gear. I had laser tag. I was the only one who had it. So couldn't, was I. Couldn't play with anyone. So was I. We should have been friends earlier. Yes, we should have. We could have played laser tag. We could have. So, anyway. Cool remember, looking gun. Remember they came out with like a sniper rifle? No, nah, I remember. The well, white oh, rifle? The, oh, no, I just remember the black, the black original yeah. gun. That was a cool gun. You remember Photon? No. Photon was like a cheap knockoff laser. I had that too. Photon was <laughs> a cheap knockoff of laser tag. I had tag. both. Just to cover my bases. It did. They had a cool helmet, though. Mariah right. now yeah. meets Luke. She's he, filming a TV spot. Yeah. We're going to see later. 
Yeah. And Luke, put, Luke puts her on notice. Luke puts her on notice, but Mariah, Mariah understands Luke as an adversary, but she would not be opposed if he became an ally, because according to Mariah, she would wear his skinny ass out. Yeah, she, yeah. And Luke, you know, did say that he liked experience. Yeah, Luke, Luke does not, you know, poo-poo this idea. You know. Luke's brewing some coffee in his mind. That's what he's doing. Yeah. So, uh, so yes. Now, Bobby and Luke meet at Claire's mom's diner. Yeah. It's all coming together now. It's all the, the nets being drawn closer. And Bobby uh, kind of encourages Luke, you got to, you know, you got to market yourself or Get something. Be a hero. A mask. Something. Luke, at this point, though, is saying, when this is all done, when Cottonmouth is put away, I'm done. Yeah. I'm, and I'm leaving town. I'm going to go away. I, yeah. Get to make sure the barbershop's back on its feet. Now, quick intercut. Uh, Mariah and Cottonmouth meet, and she tells him outright she's not happy because yeah. Cottonmouth is in deep, deep doo doo. There is a lot of transition in this episode between Mariah and Cottonmouth. Cottonmouth decreasing, Mariah increasing. Good observation. Um, and I don't mind that as much. It's kind of unfortunate knowing what happens later. Yeah. Because I think the the dynamic between the two characters is really good. Yeah. It's really entertaining. And just dynamite acting performances on both ends. I have... You're, you're right, and I have lots of thoughts, but we can't talk about them yet. Probably wait till we get to the, you know... Yeah. The episode. And, 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 then, and then the episode, the aftermath of the episode... Yeah. Dare I say, missed opportunity to make her the primary antagonist? Yeah, possibly. Okay. okay. Just putting that out there. No, yeah. So, she tells... She finds out that Cottonmouth has shot a cop. Yeah. She's not happy. Um, basically, and, he's throwing everything away for his pride, essentially. Yeah, and now we have a second person telling Cottonmouth to sell the club and get out. Yes. This one probably cuts a little deeper than Shades telling him to do right. it, though. Because it's is family. family. This is family. Not only is it family, but in a lot of ways, the club is family, too. Sure. Because it was run by their grandmother, mm. Mama Mabel. Right. Um, so there's that, that family history there. And when we've got, like I said, now blood telling him to cut ties and right. get out. Now, well, not blood, but... yeah family anyway and and in this scene she brings up some some very interesting points about luke well she says luke has to die yeah. so her moral ambiguity is not so ambi- ambiguous anymore she's basically saying kill him yeah can he drown can he yeah, be poisoned exactly. she's asking the questions that you, you almost see cottonmouth having a look on his face like didn't think of that didn't, didn't, didn't think of that right <laughs> and as she is insisting that luke die cottonmouth Basically, throws it at her, you're sounding like Mama Mabel. Yeah. She don't like that. She does like that. I think in a lot of ways, we all eventually become our parents. To varying degrees. As as much as we kick and scream and fight against it. To uh, varying degrees, I agree with you. Let's just say I plan on taking a slightly different route. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Ooh, ooh. Love my parents. Yeah. But I'm... I'm my own person. All right. To a, to a fault, maybe. But <laughs> march to the beat of my own drummer. 
several drummers in my history. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying you've been around the block. Uh, it's, it's it's my curse, sir. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so now Cottonmouth calls another dirty cop. Yeah, calls Lieutenant Perez. Perez, correct. So wheels are in motion. Yeah. It's about uh, regarding Scarf. And Scarf's in the wind. He's in the wind. H- how? After all that blood I saw on the, on the ground <laughs> where he got shot? I don't know, but he is apparently. It's In this episode, if I just point this out, he's like he's like uh, uh, Tim Roth in Reservoir Dogs. He lays there bleeding for like the entire yeah. duration. How, how, and how he's blood you got? Right. How are you still alive? Can I make another observation? Yes. Uh, later on the scenes when Claire is working on him. Yeah. Um, that, that Glock, uh-huh. I don't think is going to, that looks like a 50 caliber hole in his leg. Yeah. Look from, from a Glock. Look painful. Now, Ooh. speaking of Claire, here's, here's Claire. Yeah. She, she meets Luke in the diner. Yeah. Her mom called her, told her to come to the diner. Didn't tell her why. Just said it was urgent. Yes. And points out Luke there. And, uh, uh, dare I say, we got some chemistry here. A little bit of chemistry, even though Luke doesn't quite remember her at first. Granted, during the majority of the time they had interacted last, was, Luke was in a coma. Yeah. More or less. After a shotgun blast to the face. Yes. Um, but there's some, there's some chemistry here. Yeah, now, even she tells Bobby him. Bobby Smith. Yeah. Bo- Bobby or Fish? Bobby Fish. Yeah, he. he kind of smooth. Hey. Far too beautiful to ever have to apologize. Bobby. I agree, buddy. I agree. Now, she is asking Luke, what do you plan on doing with these gifts of yours? Yeah. I think we have a scene here where we have one character who is seeking answers in Claire and one character who is still running from answers in Luke. I would. That's again. Yeah. Good. Good. Good take. Now, again, she has seen Matt and all that. She's seen Matt. She's She's embracing Jessica. Yeah. She's seen. She's seen Luke. She's seen Luke. She is now kind of, you know, getting involved with these people and saying, you should be doing things yeah. with with this. And Luke Luke doesn't seem to want to she, do this yet. This is um, a note that I had at the end of the episode when they were walking down the street together. She is kind of assuming the role of Pop in pushing Luke to use his gifts for the benefit of others. Sure, okay. Instead of just running. She's kind of taking up that mantle. Dare I say, she she can be a little more persuasive than Pop could, I would think. <laughs> hey, now! She, she, she uh, I'm just saying. No, I get you, I get you. All right, so there's an all-points bulletin out for Scarf. Yeah. Um, And Misty, though, still wants to believe that Scarf is clean. Yeah. She believes and in her partner. The captain and Perez are wondering what Misty knows. Right. Which is natural, because they're partners, so it's safe to assume if one's dirty, the other one either A, knows about him, was turning a blind eye, or B, is involved in it. Correct. But in this case, she is not. Yeah. Yeah. And then Misty is uh, teamed up with Perez. Right. They are tagged up and placed, they're tasked with finding Scarf. Yeah. Scarf shows up at Pops. Yep. Still leaking big gulps. Yeah. And he lies to Luke initially about Chico. He says yeah. they sent, they're, they're at... Cottonmouth's after me, just like they were after Chico, and they killed Chico. Now they're going to kill me. Uh, uh, okay. Yep. But then so. we, we, well, before we get to that, we have another instance of our chief complaint about the show. Go on. Because there's a quick cutaway to Misty and Perez at Scarf's apartment. Yes. 
and she's doing the whole visualization thing. Ah. Now, up to this point, this has just been a sticking point with us because we're saying they are kind of showing to the viewers that does Misty have powers? Does Misty not have powers? Right. But they take that a step further in the scene because Perez says, like, you're doing that thing again. Everybody talks about how you do that. I think what I can infer, especially based on Misty's response, is that she has a sort of photographic memory. Yeah, she she gives an explanation of what she's doing and how she's doing it. About how she sees pictures, how, you know, as a kid she found found Waldo in seconds, things like that. But still, the way the visuals they're choosing to use in this. Yeah. Still kind of allude to powers. Powers. Which she does not have. Yeah. Yeah. So they're searching Scarf's place, and we get a little background on Scarf. His kid died accidentally when the yep. kid found his gun one day, mm-hmm. and yeah, that's, that is sad, man. It, it adds a little layer to Scarf. Yeah, that's that's going to... A little late now, though, to add layers to Scarf. <laughs> you know what you think? Uh, I don't think necessarily late. I don't have a problem with it as much because of what happens later in the episode. Okay. you can. I think it makes it like, especially that brief line where he says i'm gotta go see my son yeah fair and enough claire doesn't know and yeah. it's just like it it's more it's me, much it's, more it's a little late now to be introducing character development to this guy though in my opinion it, it makes his eventual death a Spoilers. little more po- poignant okay a little bit more fair enough did it need to be though is my, my question i don't know it, it, it's we're in the last acts here but okay fair enough moving on um Mariah, we get a quick cutaway to Mariah now, and she's uh, getting ready or whatever she's yeah. doing, and she sees a picture of Mama Mabel on her mantle, and she gets, like, mad at it. Yeah. She literally tells the picture, shut up. Yeah. So, clearly, she's got some issues unresolved with her ties to yeah. Mama Mabel. So now, Claire goes to work on Scarf at Pops. Yep. And this is where she digs the, 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 the bullet out of his leg. Yeah. The dogs are happy right now because dinner's here. Anyway, um, but she can't do anything about the bullet in his gut. Right, because it's penetrated his liver. Yeah, he he leaking inside. Yeah. And needs to go to a hospital, clearly. Yeah. Doesn't want to go to a hospital for no. obvious reasons. Yeah, because he's dirty and he'll be arrested and that's yeah. going to be it for him. But Luke can be persuasive. Yes, especially after Scarf tells... Luke, that he killed Chico. That's correct. And Luke wraps that hand around his neck and is squeezing with intent. Yeah. And we come to a bit of a, a very brief crossroads for Luke, and Claire pulls him back. Let's just say it's a good thing Claire was there. Yes. Uh, yeah, she pulls Luke back. You're not a killer. And Luke says, no, I'm, yeah. I am not. Now, Scarf offers to Luke to help take down Cottonmouth. Yeah, with tells his, him about his, the notebook. The notebook. His and ledger. As, and as Luke leaves to get the notebook, we have another instance of the hoodie coming into play as a disguise. Very quick, very subtle thing they do. Okay. But as he leaves, he throws his hoodie up over his head. It's incognito. No one knows who he is then. Yeah, it's it's again, it's like, you know, Superman with Clark Kent's hat and sunglasses. That's exactly what it is. In, in a modern modern parlance. Sure. Now, we have a little interview with Mariah in the in the media. Yeah. And it gets a little testy. Yeah, she wants uh 
<laughs> I was like, you want me to whip a nene? I don't even know what that is. It's, I believe it's a dance the kids are doing these days. Okay. I don't dance. But, okay. Is that like a dab? Is that like a thing? Uh, sure. Okay. Um, I can't dance. I can't Neither can wa- Phil Collins. I can't walk. The only thing about me, sir, is the way I talk. Yeah, boy. It's good stuff. Don't pretend like you don't like Phil Collins. You do. I never said I didn't like Phil I'm, Who I'm, doesn't like I'm, Phil I'm, Collins? I'm speaking in general. We're so white. Look. Talking about Luke Cage. There was that whole, fr- that whole phase where it was like, oh, Phil Collins is so terrible. Shut up. Get out of here. Calling in the air at night, sir. Right? Calling in the air at night. That's what I'm saying. Now, uh, Cottonmouth is texting Perez about Scarf. Yep. You find him yet? Misty and Scarf or Perez are uh, Misty and Perez are take are staking out Scarf's, Scarf's apartment, apartment, where Luke now conveniently breaks into. Yes, easily. And he finds the notebook under the the floor. Uh, loose floorboards are just a general thing. Sure. Um, Seems like it would take I, a lot of work to pry those up. I am not a carpenter. No, but. I don't think that's how floors are constructed necessarily. Okay. But it serves the purpose. Sure. It's a sure. Sure. It's, it It plays. Yeah. It's visual medium. It, it flies. It's got to work. It's pilot. It's, okay. <laughs> we'll go with that. <laughs> now, uh, unfortunately, Misty and Perez noticed that the door uh, is ajar and they... open in the wind. Yeah. So they rush up to Scarf's apartment and as they go up, Luke... Luke goes down. Yeah. In a very Luke way, he, he jumps out. He the just window. jumps out the window, and he makes quite quite an impact on landing. Well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> cracks the sidewalk and everything. He puts a small crater in the sidewalk. He does. That's going to make an excellent bike ramp for kids with their bikes. You know, a little bump in the sidewalk. You always kind of like pull your front wheel. Someone's going to get hurt on that. And that's going to be Luke's fault. Well, you know, no, no heroes are perfect. This is true. This I, had is- a, I had a bike with hubcaps. Once when I was a kid. Wow. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, it sounded I, weird. I I got it because it was kind of weird. I kind of liked it, but yeah. Yeah. Made it a pain in the ass to change the tire. I believe That's it. for sure. After a second charge t- tire change, those hubcaps did not go back on. What what are they doing out there? My God. I know. They're happy about something. Dogs! We're talking about Luke Cage! So, it worked. Look at that. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. So, uh, 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 Claire's mom comes to the rescue. Yeah. She brings the van. She brings the van back to Pops, where Luke uh, picks up Scarf and Claire, and they're going to police headquarters so that Scarf can turn himself in with the notebook, and they take Claire's mom's catering van to do it. And a stern warning is issued. Yeah. Don't care about the van. Anything happens to Claire, don't care how bulletproof you are. Uh, yeah. I, I, I'm with you, Mama. Yeah. Take care of Claire. Now, back to Mariah's interview a little bit. Yeah. And now... Um, Mariah's putting on her classic politician... Of course. False front. Of course. Empty suit. Now, Cottonmouth is not nervous. happy. This Getting he, nervous. Yes. So he puts the word out on the streets. 100K. Find scarf. scarf. All right. So, now the word's out on the streets. A group of ruffians... In a SUV, spot the van. We get some van on van action. Yeah, and they they chase down the van, and they proceed to uh, light it up. Yeah, I really with machine hope guns. Mom's insured. Yeah, that's not a van anymore. No, 
That's uh, that's Swiss cheese on wheels. Yes. But, 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 they go in, into the van and huh, Luke has cleverly, <laughs> cleverly <laughs> punched <laughs> through the wall of the van, okay. through the wall of the building so that they can escape into the building. Cleverly sure, subtlety no. Hey, you got these abilities, you got to use them. That's true. So we cut back to Perez and Misty. Yeah. Perez overplays his hand a little bit. Yes, he does. And Misty, well, this is because Misty's smart. Misty so, calls him on it. As I have noted here, uh, Misty with the swerve. Yep. Does the old uh, who am I talking to on cell phone trick? And, and he he basically owns up to being in Cottonmouth's pocket. And but she's like, "Psych! I recorded you, and ain't nobody on the phone. You dumbass." Yeah. Brief struggle for a gun, in which Misty wins. Must be because of her powers. <laughs> That's bitter, man. I'm just saying. She can just be competent at her job, too. Okay. Her powers. And, uh, yeah, so she busts Perez. Yeah. Now, we're not done with the swerves. No. Because we're back at this interview situation. Yep. With Mariah on Mariah's TV. being clearly uncomfortable. Well, that's because the uh, 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 interviewer shows the puff piece earlier that, 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 she was, yeah, yeah. that Mariah was recording when Luke strolled up and put her on notice. Talking about how great things are in Harlem, yada, yeah. yada. Well, then the interviewer says, well, we took a look at your mantle here, and then Mama Mabel and yeah, Pistol Pete. A little bit of past. And, and Cottonmouth, and your family's dirty, girl. What's up, what's up with this? Her defense is not good. No. Did she even have one? No. She's like, you shouldn't have shown those pictures. They're private. Oh, okay. Okay, you're running for a public office. Yes, exactly. What are you going to do next? Now show us what your taxes are? So basically, the interview is um, over at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Shuts it down. Yeah. So, as Luke is escorting uh, Scarf and Claire through the underbelly of this building, the ruffians uh, <laughs> enter with, with machine guns. <sighs> okay. Quick observation, nitpick, if yep. you will. Go ahead. Luke takes several clips of rounds into his person as he yeah. as he blocks the bullets. Yeah. So it would stand to reason that in later scenes, his clothing would be tore up. You know that Carhartt jacket he's wearing? Well, okay. He took the rounds in the back. No, we saw the back too, and it was looking okay. Well, you know, maybe maybe it, maybe he has the symbiote. I, I don't. <laughs> I don't think that's it. He, um, no. All right. Well, yeah. It's... Oh, we forgot a news item that you would appreciate. The webs under the arms. Yes. I'm cool with the webs under the arms. I don't want them to him to use them to fly. But he can glide like Batman. Okay. I've always loved the webs under the arms. Okay. Always loved that visual. We're talking about Spider-Man, by the way, in case kids didn't know. Okay. So, as as uh, Scarf and, and Claire get outside, Luke Luke deals with the ruffians. Yes. Um, there's a car coming. An SUV. Going to run them over. Then no, that, it's not. Then that classic scene we've seen in all the trailers, Luke throws a hip check. Yeah. Luke shoulder blocks a truck. Yeah. And it, Good on you, Luke. That truck didn't survive. No, didn't do very well. Yeah. Good on you. So, Luke. Scarf 
It's kind of come to the end of his road. Yeah, this this is the end of Scarf. He's, uh, he's bled out twenty three and a half gallons of blood. <laughs> um, Look, twenty two gallons. <laughs> he might have been okay. The twenty three and a half, though. That last. I don't care who you are. Half. <laughs> it's the it's the last gallon and a half that kills you, really. He's, He's not Tim Roth here. No. Tim Roth, at this point, Tim Roth had like 15 more gallons to give easy. And the only reason he died is because he got shot. Again. To die. So, Scarf has a way. I have a note here. Yeah. Luke, maybe you should have just taken him to the hospital. Because your plan now kind of has a big hole in it. I I say plan in very loose terms. Mm -hmm. Like, he was so obsessed with getting Scarf to... The police precinct to put Cottonmouth behind jail, yes. behind bars. Yes, which we see happens at the end of the episode. Does happen. Cottonmouth gets arrested, but if you just got him in the hospital, you know, yeah, there's the concern that they might have got him in got the to hospital. Him. But there's a better chance of him living. Yes. Yeah. Well, we've so once again, Luke. Good intentions. Yes, not the best, little, but plans. See three or four moves down the game. He's got to talk to Bobby more. Yeah, he's got to hang out more with Bobby Fish. Now, Cottonmouth gets arrested. They lead yep. him out in cuffs. So at this point, Mariah gets questioned about. It. They she come does. right back. They in come the back house. in the house, and yeah. she's like, "Get out of here! Get, get out of my house!" She is pissed. She ain't happy. Um, so Luke is walking with Claire down the street and, you know, hey, yeah. Cottonmouth got arrested. Yay us. Wrapping things up. No, Luke, yeah. it's episode six, buddy. We got, we got a few <laughs> we, more. We got, <laughs> we got some ways to go here. But, um, as be- before I can leave town, Claire, let's, let's get some coffee. Yeah. Claire's like, nah. Yeah. I ain't sleeping with you. Nah. And again, why can't coffee just be coffee? Because. We know Luke wanted Coffee. He wanted the air. He, I have finger quotes in the air here. He wanted coffee. Yeah. But Claire knows you don't drink coffee. And uh, apparently, as we find out in the very end of the episode, as Misty is in the, poli- the police precinct, the cops look to be uh, sweeping scarf under the rug. Yep. They don't want it coming out that the cops are dirty. First Fisk. Now Cottonmouth. Now Cottonmouth with political ties. And the, and the cops, just like Fisk had all the cops. Yep. yep. So the cops, they will not be revealing the depths of Scarf's corruption. No. So that doesn't bode well for the case against Cottonmouth, I would imagine. No, we will find out about that in the next episode. There is episode six of we Luke have Cage. Conclusion. Thoughts on the episode? Good. Yeah. Yeah, it was well, good. Okay. We haven't hit that point where the pacing runs into... The, I got a taste of it in this episode. A little bit. How long can Scarf be dying? Like, a little dragged out. A little dragged out. <laughs> yeah, I get 45 you. 45 minutes of <laughs> Yeah, okay. Um, but I do like the uh, the dynamics with Cottonmouth and Mariah, especially yeah. with Mariah in this episode. And uh, any any time spent with Claire is time well spent. Yes. Um, I like this Just episode, saying. too. Not as much as the previous episode. Again, I think uh, last episode's going to hold up probably to be my favorite of the season. The next one? No, the last one. The last one. Last week's one. Is the next one the one I think it is? Um, no. I think, yeah. That's the I one. I think so. Yep. We'll get there. That's a good episode. It is a good that episode. That might be my favorite episode. We'll see if it holds up on second viewing, though. Yep. All right. That brings to a close another episode of Devil's Due. 
Oh. No. <laughs> we, we had some fun. We sang some songs. You, mostly. We, we disagreed. We agreed. It's all done, love. Alan is up three, uh, two games to one. Alan's up two games to one. In a, oh, God. It's going to be a bar Close. burner. It's going to be a bar burner. Nail biter. Do you think it goes seven? It's going to go seven. You think it goes seven? I got a feeling. I'm calm. Yeah, I think it might go six. Ooh. I'm just saying. Wow. Next week, game four. Place your bets, folks. Call, must win. Call your bookies. So <laughs> must See win. See if you can get some action on this. <laughs> <laughs> Vegas will take action on anything. There you go. All right. If you want to contact us and ask us any questions, suggestions, tell us about your week, any number of things, just communication in general. Life is better for all of us when we communicate with each other. You can contact us at Twitter at Devil's Do Pod. You can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Devil's Do Pod. You can email us at the Devil's Do Pod at gmail.com. And you can find all this information on our website, the Devil's Do Podcast.com. That brings to close this episode. Thank you very much for joining us. No, no, this one is definitely yours. <laughs> I can't do this one. Ladies and gentlemen, courts adjourned.